Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. If you love lactation tea but hate the taste, nursing time tea is right for you. And today's episode is also brought to you by the Dairy Fairy, making ingenious intimates for mama's milk. And we'll hear more from our sponsors after Diane reviews um, our review of the week. Yes, our review of the week today is from Jillian HB, and she said that this is just what I needed. Your episode today, which was when you don't love breastfeeding, was exactly what I needed to hear today. My son is four months old, and the past few weeks I've been wondering why I don't love this. All I've ever heard from other moms is how it's such a great bonding experience and the great oxytocin high they get, and I'm over here like, yeah, nope, never felt that. Honestly, I don't understand... I don't understand the hype at all. I do it because I know it's the best thing for him. And hey, it saves money. But other than that, I've never looked forward to it. Never once felt the urge to take a picture of myself nursing. And even though we haven't had any real issues, I can't wait to feel like I have my body back to myself again. Listening to your episode today confirmed my hunch that I am not alone. While I am so happy for moms who have this warm, fuzzy, mushy, gushy, lovey, dovey experience with breastfeeding, it's so nice to hear that I am not the only one who's just like, eh, it's fine. I appreciate your podcast so much for bringing to light the parts of breastfeeding that not everyone likes to talk about. I hope there are some expectant moms who will listen and know that they aren't crazy if they don't fall in love with breastfeeding. Just keep up the good work. And I think that's really great. If you haven't listened to that episode, it was only a couple of weeks ago. But this is exactly what we wanted with that episode. We wanted moms to realize that you, this, you're not alone. And these are things we, nobody talks about. So thank you so much. Because that had to be yes. a really difficult thing to even put out there. So, yeah, you. it's a difficult thing to feel. And you're like, mm-hmm. I don't like this when everybody else likes it. Right. Yeah. It's so true. And you're not alone. Yeah. I, I've had all, I remember having those feelings. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And it might get better and it might not. But you can send us reviews. We would love it. We love getting them. We love hearing what episodes you like. We, you know, love all that stuff. And we want to pick you to be our review of the week. Yes. And so- the reviews are on iTunes iTunes, yes. We pick from iTunes, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? Uh, we're going to talk about pumping and traveling. Ugh. So Yuck. traveling, you know, with, <laughs> traveling with your breast milk, what to do when you're gone, how to prepare, all these things. Um, this is when I was kind of looking around for information about this. This is something that can go on and on and on and on and on. And there's so much information. And there's so many unique situations. Um, but we'll try our best to cover kind of the basics. Mm-hmm. Like TSA. Ugh. Um, <laughs> Everybody's best friend when you're traveling. I know, right? right? Especially when you've got a big cooler boob juice. Oh, God. Like, Here I come. <laughs> I got my breast milk. Hi, TSA. Oh, God. And they're like, oh, sometimes they know. And sometimes they're like, what? Oh, man. You need to dump that out. No, yeah. you don't. No, you don't. You can fight with them. Don't let them x ray it. Oh, my right. God. But we'll get into that when we talk about the TSA stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so we are actually, we are talking about this kind of thing, um, not in great detail, but kind of like, you know, just a little bit at Breastfeeding Support Group this past week because one of moms was talking about like, you know, t- traveling and taking a trip and, you know, by car and, um, you know, and then it's like you have to bring all these things and do I have all this stuff and how often am I going to have to stop and, you know, all those all those things that you think about when you're traveling with a baby. And um, one of the moms was saying that she now she's got a he's about six months just turning six months old 
and she has one that's like four. And they had to go to another state for a family wedding. So there's other family members going. And she goes that it was one of those situations where we were like, we could fly or we could drive. Which one should we do? You know, either one is a little bit difficult. But in the end, they decided to drive and then they could just stop and breastfeed and, you know, whatever, take breaks and stuff like that. And it took a little longer, but that's what they decided to do. And she goes, and we're, I'm really glad we did that because my sister flew. And the plane was late. And then when they were coming back, they got delayed. And then they couldn't get on until the next day. And then she finally got on the plane. And there was a person sitting behind her that had a therapy cat. (laughs) (laughs) And the therapy cat was crying the whole way and puking. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) I don't think it was a therapy cat. If the cat it's supposed to be a therapy cat and couldn't handle the plane ride more so than the owner. And then it really stunk really bad because the cat kept puking. Like it was this whole ordeal. She goes, I don't know what I would have done on that flight with my kids. And we were like, Oh my God. Like that sounds like a horrible experience. And I think it would have been terrible with a baby on there as well. But it is really difficult to know. Like how do I, how do I travel? You know, like it's, it's hard with babies, with breast milk. If you don't have your baby with you and you have to travel and you have to pump and bring uh-huh. it back, like, how, what do you do? There's so many questions. Don't bring your there therapy are. cat. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> don't bring your therapy cat with you. Well, so, yeah, I mean, uh, flying is a nightmare and like just security is like a nightmare. And then you're with a baby and your pump and your breast milk and ugh. You know, so it's just difficult stuff. Um, But so it also, I mean, I think, first of all, it depends on, like, why are you traveling? Are you traveling because of work? Are you traveling for fun? You know, are you going to have your baby or not? And the focus of today's episode is really about pumping. Um, So you would, so we're speaking more about the times when you don't have your baby Mm -hmm. with you. Um, But so if you're going to, when you start off on this, you know, parenting journey start talk to your if you're if you're traveling for work talk to your employer as early as possible like right when you get pregnant Mm -hmm. you know if you travel for your job let them know that you are a breastfeeding parent and that you will be pumping when you're gone you know so that they can you know they'll just know so that they know that this is going to be part of you know how this trip is going to go right and that you're going to need certain things Um, you know, one of the things you can request if you're being sent to a conference or something, um, is to stay in the hotel where the conference is located. And generally people do this or at least as close as possible, because then you can be going up to the room and doing your pumping there. Right. So that's easiest, but you're also free to pump wherever you want and you can bring your pump wherever you want. You Mm -hmm. can ask the hotel if there's like a private room off of the um, you know, the conference room or something, or you can pump in the conference. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, breastfeeding in public is, you know, that's a right. And it's something that everyone's kind of like pushing to do and trying to, we don't ever talk about pumping in public. No, we don't. But you know what? You can. And if you don't want, you know, people to see your little nipple being sucked back and forth in the flange, which is like something that I think I would not want. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, if you don't care, then you don't care. 
But you can just use you can use a blanket or a cover or something like that. I mean, I, I, I mean, was I was at a breastfeed. I mean, granted, it was a breastfeeding conference, but there was a woman at this conference that was hand expressing in the conference. Oh, yeah. And I mean, that takes a like a definitely a certain level of comfort because you're still. I mean, regardless of the breastfeeding conference, nobody's gonna you know shun you. But there's still a lot of people there. But that she was like, do you guys care if I hand express? And we're like, no, you know, and she's like, good, you know, and it's definitely more quiet than a pump. But you could also like have the covers and stuff, too, or sit in the back of the room. Sure. You know, if you if you need to do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you know, you're going to have to, you know, let, and this is a good thing to talk about before you leave. You know, get this kind of straight. Find out. You can go on the Internet and find out what hotel you're staying at. Call them. You know, you're going to have to call them, too, because you're going to want to request a little mini refrigerator to be in your room. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you're going to need to have the milk in a refrigerator. Um, and a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, too, is going to depend on how long you're gone for. Ideally, you don't want to be gone for more than like four days. Because then you're going to run into the whole issue of like having to freeze the milk. Freeze. Yeah. Yep. Which is going to be hard, too, because then you take it out of the freezer and then you're going to the airport and time's a ticking. <laughs> Depending, you know, you can have a really good cooler, but, you know, still, if it's not in a freezer, it's going to start melting. Now, there are some there are some jobs or some companies that will pay to have you mil- ship your milk. Yes. Well, I was going to say that. Oh, good. Okay, good. Then we'll talk about that when you get to that one. So, yeah. Well, but I mean, yeah. So you but this is again, this is good because we haven't left for our trip yet. So this Mm -hmm. is something you want to think about, too. If you are going for more than if you're gone less than four days and Diane, you can jump in here and just tell me if I'm wrong. If you're because I don't have the breast milk storage guidelines in front of me. And I don't know if you do, but you might have them in your brain. They're in my brain. Um, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) so if you're if you're gone for less than four days, your milk is fine in the refrigerator. Right. You can even do like five or six in the refrigerator. Okay. All right. Okay. there you go. Yeah. So that'll be, you know, in the refrigerator. And then you got this night. You want to have a good cooler with like, you know, lots of the little ice block. Mm -hmm. What are those called? Yeah, like the the insert, the freezer insert. Is there a real thing. name for those things? Ice pack. The ice, ice pack. pack. Okay, yeah. One of those. <laughs> or the things. gel packs. Some of them are, come with gel packs, whatever. Yep, yep. You know, you want a lot of those. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so you want to find out how long you're going to be gone. And if it's less than this five or six days, then it's, then it's fine with keeping your milk real cold. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to be gone longer than that, then you're going to want to figure out how you're going to get your milk frozen because it's going to need to be frozen at that point. So like Diane was saying, you can check with your employer and sometimes they will um, cover shipping. Mm-hmm. They have it. a ship back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if you're going to bring it, I mean, I, you know, then you're going to have to then figure out if you're gone for longer than that. Um, you're going to have to figure out how, you know, to get it back frozen. Yeah. So if I, you're not shipping it. If you're not shipping it, then I you have had, to carry it frozen. Yeah, then you'd have to figure something out. Um, I did have a mom once who cleared it with the hotel to put it in their freezer. To put oh, her milk in idea. their freezer. So you could always do that. And she said it was kind of awkward because they would send this like young guy up to, <laughs> to pick up her <laughs> The bellboy. Yeah. yeah, to pick up her milk or whatever, you know, and she would just give it to, you know, she put it in a, you know, in a 
bag or whatever. I don't know what she did with it. But and they froze it for her. And then when she flew home, it was not, you know, it didn't completely thaw, obviously, when she flew home. So she was able to just like pop it in her freezer when she came home. And that was a great way to do it, too. And that's the yeah, I think that's a good point, too, is if it's not if it's thawed and it's still slushy, you can still put it back in the freezer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's completely defrosted, then you don't want to refreeze it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what they say. But, you know, yeah. If there's a little bit of ice chunks left in there, you throw can it back free- in the freezer. Yeah. You're fine. In freezer. Yep. <clears throat> but don't throw it away. Put it in bath water or something. Do something. Sure, with it. Yeah. Um, dry ice, too. Yes. You that's what also... they'll Yeah, that's what they'll use if they're shipping it frozen. They'll mm-hmm. use dry ice. I mean, I don't if you want to get your hands on some dry ice, I don't know. I mm-hmm. I don't know how you do that. I I mean, I think you can get it like even at like shipping places. You know, okay. like if you're just in a you know, if you're in a city somewhere, I'm sure they've got some shipping, you know, stores or something. But um you know, if you don't have the freezer ice packs, with you right you can do that too. yeah dry ice will work and you mm-hmm. can wrap the milk in um paper i read there was like it recommended to wrap it in paper if you're using oh, dry ice like great. to take the bag or the bottle or whatever you're using and just put like a piece of newspaper around it just helps protect it from the dry ice well that's cool um and i, I also you can use <clears throat> depending on how much you're carrying around um bring a bunch of storage bags rather than bottles because they will, they're easier, they'll fit more, mm-hmm. you know, you'll be able to bring more that way if you kind of like lay them flat. Yeah. And it'll be more compact yeah. than just all these big honking bottles everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then again, before you leave, it's also a good idea to have a manual pump on hand in case something happens to your pump or even better, get really good at hand expressing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there could be a power outage. There can be all these things. You never know what's going to happen. Pump parts break. Speaking of pump parts, make sure you have spare parts. Yes. And the thing that I suggest is, like, one of the times that you're pumping, um, look around you and see what you have. Make a list, a a complete list of even the tiniest thing. Mm -hmm. You know, your pump, your storage bags, your replacement valves, your every single little thing. That you need to bring with you and just have that list so that you can, you know, double check everything before you leave. Because you can try to organize the things in your brain. But if your brain is like mine, you're going to forget something. Yeah. I mean, luckily, those things are small and it's easy to just like, you know, stick them in your luggage or whatever. Yeah, stick them in the pump bag. Yeah. yeah. It's not like it takes up much space to carry an extra set with you. Right. Right. Uh. And, you know, you can do even do a practice run, you know, kind of practice packing everything, see how much room it takes up. Now, there's there seems to be some conflicting things with TSA about whether they're going to count your pump bag as a carry on. It seems to be that they will count it as a carry on. But you're going to want to check with the exact airline Mm. that you're flying with, whether they're going to count that as a carry on. Um. So also, okay, so before you leave too, you're going to want to build up if you're leaving your baby and you're going somewhere, you're going to want us to don't start pumping the day before you leave to build up some, you know, the 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 stash you need for when they're when you're gone. Uh, yeah. You know, plan yeah. ahead. You know, you want to know like a few weeks in advance so you can just start adding like an extra pumping session in. 
And then yeah. you'll build it up slowly. You won't have to stress about it. Right. Absolutely. Um. So, are we ready to go? Never. <laughs> are we are we ready to take off in the plane oh or in the car? Gosh. So how are you how are you fly, how are you getting there? Are you going to fly or are you going to drive? Um, you want to know this stuff? To, well, obviously you will know, but it's yeah. going to be a little bit different. Uh, ca- you know, driving is you don't have to go through anybody else. You don't have to go through TSA right. when you're driving. But a lot of times with like business trips, you're flying. There's a lot of great um, like some of the bigger airports now have lactation rooms. Which is really nice because if it's going to be maybe a longer flight or maybe you just got off a flight and you've got a longer layover, you can pump in between. Um, So those, I mean, that is really, really good. So you could even check into that with the airport, like Google the airport and, you know, look at it online and stuff and see, do they have a lactation room? Because they absolutely might. And that would be Yeah, there's a a couple of apps, actually. There's the Mom's Pump Here, Mom's Pump Here, and Mamava, M-A-M-A-V-A. Um, those are two apps that you can get that will locate um, pumping rooms for you. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. Um, and then, you know, if you're taking an airplane or whatever you're doing, make sure you pump like right before you leave. Mm-hmm. So then you got some time. And then you can pump again before you get on the plane. Or if you're driving, you know, you're going to you can pump in the car if you're not the one driving. <laughs> I mean, you can pump when you're driving, but you're going to have to stop and, you know, that's too much yourself up. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, but, you know, you're just going to so you're going to want to kind of keep on that schedule. Even I, you know, put alarms on your phone for like every two hours or whatever, you know, whenever your baby would normally nurse, because when you're traveling, time will escape you. Oh, yeah. And you'll be like, oh, my gosh, it's been four hours. I'm starting to get uncomfortable. There's no place to pump. You know, try to stick on your schedule. Um, and then if you have those little alarms that, you know, time won't get away from you. Uh, so, okay, TSA. So here we are. We're at the airport. Oh. We're going in through security. Um, so t- you are allowed to bring breast milk through security. This is, you know, there seems, you know, there's been incidents. Um, there are not very many where people have been told they're not allowed to bring that through, that they have to dump it out. This is not true. One of my biggest suggestions is going to, and I'm going to put this link on the website, the TSA guidelines on our resources page. Go there, print mm-hmm. it out, and have it with you when you're going through TSA. It's all about, you know, being allowed to bring breast milk through security. And we will hear more about that after a word from our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by the Dairy Fairy, making ingenious intimates for mama's milk. Do you love wearing sexy lingerie? Is your lingerie sitting in the back of your drawer now that you're breastfeeding? Wouldn't it be awesome if you could wear those sexy intimates and have it be comfortable and functional for your new role? The Dairy Fairy is making all of our dreams come true. Now you can wear that lingerie that you love and be comfortable while you are breastfeeding or pumping hands-free no need to switch bras or attach contraptions to pump in peace this bra multitasks as much as you do the dairy fairy collection covers sizes up to 44h and get this badasses just for you the dairy fairy is offering 10 percent off and a free pair of matching panties when you purchase the a la bra in black that's a y l a so head to 
thedairyfairy.com. Use promo code BADASS for 10% off. Put your size choice of panties into the comments section and you will get a free pair of matching panties when you purchase the A La Bra in black. And today's episode is also brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Do you love lactation tea but hate the taste? Often nursing teas can taste earthy, which is a nice way of saying dirt. (laughs) Fairhaven Health Nursing Time Tea is a caffeine-free, all-natural, herbal lactation tea with a light lemon taste that you won't need to choke down. Nursing Time Tea is made with herbs such as fennel seed, goat's root, and blessed thistle that have been used for centuries to support healthy milk supply and soothe an upset tummy. All ingredients are high quality, organic, wild-crafted, and contain no preservatives or additives. Nurture yourself and your milk supply with Nursing Time Tea. It can be made hot or cold, which is awesome for when you forget about it. It's a great way to maintain your hydration while supporting your milk supply. Head to fairhavenhealth.com. That is F-A-R-H-A-V-E-N-H-E-A-L-T-H.com and use promo code BADASS for 10% off of your purchase. And all of these links and all of these promo codes that you just heard can be found at our website, badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, along with a huge list of resources for you, all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane. So TSA can be a traveling nightmare. And... I, I don't know if this is on your list to talk about, but I did have somebody that told me that they made her open her bottles of milk so that they could put some kind of test strip inside it to make sure it wasn't like radioactive or who knows, a bomb. I don't know. I don't know what you, I don't know. But that is awful. That is, yes. And that they are not supposed to do that. No. They are not supposed, that is on my list, and they are oh, not good. supposed okay. to do that. They are not supposed to, oh, there are, okay, so there's, you have some options. They um, hopefully will understand that they are not to open it. Sometimes they will ask you if it's okay to open it, pour a tiny bit into a separate container so that they can put the test strip in there. If you don't want them to open it at all, you have that right. And if somebody's giving you a hard time, always ask for a supervisor. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the right for them to not open your breast milk. They might rub the outside of it. You know, they do those little like test things to test for explosives. They'll <laughs> rub it down. They might rub it on the side, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but uh, and then if you don't want it to be open at all, you might be pulled to the side. They might, you know, you, you, you will have to go through a more thorough security check which might involve a pat down um but this is your right to not have your your um, milk opened um or put if you don't want to put if you don't want it x-rayed yeah you can just if anybody's giving you a hard time ask for a supervisor because listen i so tsa is like not consistent at all Oh, my God. And you can go. It doesn't matter. I boarded. I went to Washington, D.C. a few weeks ago, last month or whatever. I boarded an airplane in Chicago with a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. I got to Washington, D.C. I realized I had it. And I went, holy moly, I just flew on an airplane with a Swiss Army knife. Okay, so I'm coming back from in Washington, D.C. I'm coming back to Chicago. They pull me over and I go, oh, yeah, I do have that. I have that Swiss Army knife still on me. 
And, um, you know, he's looking at it. And I was like, yeah, I boarded a plane with that. And he went, wow. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah. And he was like, uh, you know, I was like, I understand you have to take it. And he took it and he threw it away. But so, you know, it's like they don't it's not consistent. No, I had a so, TSA agent once take my Victoria's Secret lotion, which was full, but she told me it was too big, took it, but not my mace. Not my <laughs> my thing of mace that was on my keychain. So it is, they are inconsistent for sure. But leave yourself time to just in case you do have to get a, you know, a supervisor. or yeah. something. Yes. Yes. Pull, yeah. Get there early. You know, and when you get up to the security thing, and you're putting everything in the bins. Put your milk in a separate bin so that they're not like, and, and, you know, it's not at all. You can't it's not subjected to the whole three ounces rule either. Right. You can bring any amount through. Um, you, you, you put it in a separate bin, treat it like it's a completely separate thing and let them know, you know, you know, there's always a guy or a gal, you know, um, wow, it made me sound like (laughs) there's always a human being who's coming to, you know, the, 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 and who's kind of like telling you to put stuff in a bin. Let that first person Mm. that you see know that you've got a breast pump and you've got breast milk, you know, so they can know that you're coming. Right. Um, Definitely have the, the rules printed out off the TSA website. Yeah, put Definitely. that right on top of the mm-hmm. bin. You know, you got your little TSA rules right on top of the thing. So you can be that. That's like a signal to them that, you know, you know, all of your rights and exactly what you're allowed to be doing here. Um, so, yeah. And, and it's a good idea to have the um, the ice packs, those uh, the ice packs, the gel packs inside of your thing frozen solid. Mm-hmm. Is if they're frozen solid, then they won't be freaking out about it. Right. Um, so I already talked about the carry on. You might you want to check with your airline about that. Um, if you are traveling by car, I know we're talking about an airplane, but if you are traveling by car, you can get plug in coolers. Yeah. That are like in your car that will like stay cool. Um, and you can get car adapter. There's certain pumps that have car adapters for your car, too. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, those are, yeah, that's cool, too. And you can do that. And uh, so, let's see. You, you know, you're going to, um, you know, for as far as, like, washing, your, when you're on the go and you've got your pump parts and they're really hard to wash, they do make these handy little sanitizing wipe things that you can use while you're, you know, if you're in a airport, you know, you don't have yeah. access to, you know, a sink or, you know, you know, your fancy, your dishwasher or whatever. Um, you can use those. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so then, so you should be, you know, depending too on how long your airplane ride is, you might need to pump on the plane. And that's fine. Yeah. You're allowed to pump on the plane and you do not have to go to the bathroom unless you want to. Although that's a very tiny place and people will probably be knocking on the door. <laughs> um, do it in your seat. No one will know. Yeah, nobody will The know. person next to you will not even know. I mean. And who cares? And who cares? They don't care. Yeah. I, um, I have had moms. I think this was really cool. I have had some moms who did have to travel for a few days or whatever and did not feel the need to bring the milk home with them. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was an older baby and they were just like, you know, pumping just to kind of get the milk out, whatever. And they would donate right. it to a local, um, like a local, you know, 
milk sharing group or whatever. Yeah. In that area. That's awesome. Which I thought was, you know, kind of a cool concept too. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I have to bring all this milk back, but I don't really need to because, you know, it's, I've got enough in my freezer at home or we're not going to be using it like that. Then, or if it's just too much of a bother to try to get it home with you, you can donate it while you're there. Find a local group, find a local La Leche League, something that will be more than happy to take your donated milk. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And if you, yeah, if you don't need to bring it back. Because sometimes you are just pumping to keep up your supply. Mm -hmm. And you don't necessarily need to bring it back. Yeah. Um, But don't throw it away. Oh, my God, no. Unless you have, I mean, like, you know, don't struggle with so much guilt. If you're in a situation, you're like, I just, I have to go right now. I don't need to bring this. I need to just get rid of it, you know. Dump it over your head or something. <laughs> you know, I know, you know, sometimes you just need to let it go and you need to I move know. on with your day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because you're going to be stressed enough. And that's the other thing is stress. Stress will not make your milk supply go down, but it can make it, it difficult to have a letdown. Yes. And so they're all those. You can go back to the we just did the episode on um, tips to make tips to pump more milk. Mm hmm. There's a lot of tips in there. I cannot stress to you enough hands-on pumping. Oh, my God. I know. That's the, the combination. Yes. The combination breast massage and breast compression to get the as much milk out to really empty your breast. I cannot express that enough, mm-hmm. how important that is. And there's also in that episode a lot of tricks about, like, how to get, you know, how to get a letdown, you know, if you're in a situation where you're having, you're a little bit stressed, you know, tr- helping yourself calm down with some deep breathing, look at pictures of your baby, I mean, it's hard to be away from your baby. Oh, God. So, I mean, you might find it very, whereas at home you were pumping fine, you might find it really difficult, especially if you're like, you know, under work pressures. Maybe you're even sharing a hotel room with somebody, you know, like how do you, that might cause you a lot of stress and just knowing that you're not there with the baby and maybe you could FaceTime with the baby and, you know, with your partner or whoever's watching the baby while you're pumping or something like that. You know, use, yeah. use technology for what it's supposed to be meant for. Right. Yeah, you're already using this amazing pump. I mean, like, it's amazing the things they've done with pumps these days. Oh, my God, I know. And get on the phone. Just be a real, like, 2019. Like, yeah, absolutely. Badass. <laughs> um, you, you can also try if you, you know, if you're worried about your supply, you know, so you can try power pumping kind of while you're gone, like in the evening, maybe. Mm-hmm. What Can you tell us about power pumping, Diana? Yes, power pumping is when you... Um, you know, just hook up your pump, pump for 10 minutes, and then like take a 10 minute break, go do something else, watch TV, whatever, but keep your pump set up. And then 10 minutes later, after that 10 minutes goes by, pump for another 10 minutes. So you're pumping 10 minutes on and 10 minutes off for a full hour. And it's just like constant stimulation. And when you do that several days, you know, over several days, um, it's going to increase your milk supply for sure. And you're going to get it's kind more of- milk. Yeah. It's kind of like mimicking your baby, what your baby will do with the, um, you know, frequent nursing. Yeah, with cluster they're... feeds. Yeah, yeah. Cluster like, feeding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's great. And if you're just kind of like hanging out, you know, killing time because you're traveling, maybe if you are alone or whatever, then that's a, you know, that's not going to hurt anything. You're sitting in a hotel and watching TV or something. Why not? Right. And the stimulation, if you're stressing out about like, you know, if you're having a really stressful time and there's not a lot of milk coming out. It's okay because the stimulation in and of itself will help keep up your supply. Yeah. Is that right? Yep, absolutely. Okay, well, I think that's all I have. What else do we have about traveling with pumping? That's kind I of think the, that's... the biggest thing. Yeah, because usually yeah. the biggest concerns that we hear are 
how do I store it? How do I get it back home? What do I do? You know, like, what do I do if I can't find a place to pump where I am? And, you know, really, you might really just have to be an advocate for yourself. And, you know, remember pumping for your job, especially if this is a work related thing, pumping is, you know, legal for work. And just because you're not in your workplace, you're gone for work. So I would think that that would still count. Yes. Be an advocate. That's all. Yeah, you're going to have to, you might be, you know, you might be doing things that your employer or even a TSA agent hasn't seen before. Right. So you might need to be walking people through some things and, you know, just push, you know, push through because you can't, all of this stuff is legal and allowed and written. Mm -hmm. Think of it as paving the way for the next mama to come by, you know? Yes. The next group of parents that need that path being paved for them exactly yeah so good luck well yes thank you for listening if you have any questions let us know we'll try to help you out and we'll see you next week see ya bye bye bye